Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. To the West Island Halloween Takeover of the Draft Podcast. Oh man, she said, My wifey was here last week, and I am going to one up her. I'm going to make her go first so I can come after and show her what it's all about. So here we are. We got something <laughs> special today. Week two of the Wes Allen Halloween takeover. We got Harmony Colangelo. Hi. I think it's really funny that it's like, oh, yeah, I made her go first, though, that like, whatever. It's like, no, I was just getting my hair done. So. <laughs> I'd already had that schedule. <laughs> no, yeah, we're excited. That's all right. Was, we just blamed Wes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When in doubt, always blame Wes is our, our motto. Uh, but yeah, yeah we're can, very excited. Take the brunt. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is going to get weird. Let's, let's get the weirdness out of the way so then we can move on to the rest of the weird-ass show. So here we go. Probably were the man in high school where you're from, but looking at your ass, I bet this ended a prom. Now you have back, you get in handies for drinks. You a clown, but less doink and more dink. Hassling the bartender for something that'll make you cool. But just asking the question makes you a tool. Bartender lets you know nothing can fix that. Now he's upset, asking where his tip's at. She says, don't be such a douche. Here's your rum and coke, dude. One tear rolls down his eye, and now he's all emotional. He says, you're a monster. I just want to be lovable. You say, you want monster? Well, here you go. Hey, Drew, do that thing where you turn into a murderous big toe. Andy, turn into a kangaroo with a flamethrower head. James, turn into angry Joey Fatone on a spiked sled. Draft pod boys mount up in this. Now this little fucker all scared and shit. I'm sorry, he says all fearfully, but it's too late. It's time to paint this bar all burgundy. Don't give us no Hasselhoff shouts to Germany. We'll give you 30 seconds to run out of courtesy. He turns around and everyone is skeletons of absurdity. Like this pod, we're going to murder it purposely. Any last words? If so, say it urgently. Nothing. Pow! Look into the eyes, G. You just get hit by bone thugs in harmony. Oh, snap. (laughs) Uh, What a long walk for that drink of water. (laughs) (laughs) Easily the first time Germany has gotten a shout out in a rap verse. <laughs> Most definitely. Most deaf. Yeah, a little little bartender with uh hip hop and, and horror all, all matched together, you know. It's so, perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've got uh talented bartender, talented writer. Uh, Harmony Colangelo. I don't know if you want us to say the Twitter thing because it's so difficult to say that I'm like, she might not want people to find her. Um, I mean, they can find me. Like, okay. here's the thing. I, I got a Twitter when I didn't think I would actually be doing anything other than just following some friends who do sex work and professional wrestlers. I got and you. now I actually use it. So I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm kind of saddled with my lovable like trans <laughs> named thing of velocitraptor velosa underscore trap underscore tour there it is you got it so i was gonna spell it out but you said it so much better so i'm just gonna go with that uh also you can find her at at this ends at prom 
Uh, same thing as last week. BJ came in, slayed it. Harmony's going to come in, slay it. And uh, something really cool is if you go on lulu.com, you can buy a book that you helped write, uh, A Year of Queer Cocktails. Oh, I totally, I solely wrote that. That is all me, basically. Oh, okay. Oh, I saw that yeah. it was you in the bar. So yeah, the uh, the bar is responsible for putting it out. Okay. Um, but like I made all of the cocktails in like one very like long six hour period where <laughs> most of the drinks we made, like they're kind of dummies where it's like, okay, yeah. just get the color right. Don't actually like make 45 cocktails in one day. That's, yeah. that's a waste. And there's only five of us here. <laughs> so most of them are just trying to match the color. But some of them had to be made, and I was very in the bag by the time I took my author photo <laughs> oh, for that man. thing. So, yeah, I wrote that. All the recipes, those are all my cocktails. Uh, so I think I think like three of them aren't mine. But aside from that, like I still wrote the entries for them. Like, yeah, that's that's that was a, originally a COVID relief fundraiser for the bar staff that I worked at back in Cleveland. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. yeah. What what is uh you think the best drink uh from the book and uh just a teaser what is it? <laughs> oh, I mean my personal favorite and I like it, it's not the ones that anybody ever wants because everyone wants like the colorful fruity ones like the rainbow drinks that are on the cover and stuff. But my favorite is the leather daddy, and <laughs> it is basically like oh take a very classic gay drink like vermouth on the rocks. And then add scotch to it to get, make him a little more hardened. Uh, so it's basically tastes like a leather daddy is out there barbecuing in nothing but his assless leather chaps. And okay. it's leathery, it's smoky, it's delicious. It's my favorite drink in there by far. All right. I, I would awesome. try a leather daddy. Oh, yeah. yeah it's very absolutely. important to use Ardbeg because that has the correct flavor and smoking and consistency to make that drink. I've been trying okay. it with other ones. It just doesn't come together, right? All right. Awesome. Heck yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, a year of queer cocktails. You can find it on lulu.com. Uh go and support Harmony. Also, you you have some like awesome writing. I was like bartender and then like I didn't realize like and then I read like the piece that you did um that I randomly found on Google Images when BJ was on last week. <laughs> I was like, you were the second picture on Google Images if you if you type that in. And uh, yes, uh, Angela Baker. Cool. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was wild because I was like, "What in the world?" Like we're doing a podcast. I type this into Google. I click images, and literally the second image, and it takes us to like a story that you wrote. Yeah, um, I special. I mean, I write about horror primarily because um, that's just the pocket I fell into. Because that's the family I married into when I married BJ, and like yeah. that's fine. I'm. I'm more of a general purveyor of schlock, which is not a dirty word in this household, <laughs> and horror fits that very well. Yeah. But I also write a lot about trans representation in films, and most oftentimes you see that uh, in a, you know, a negative light in horror. So whether it be Silence, Silence of the Lambs or Sleepaway Camp or you know any number of other films, I tend to be a, a voice trying to talk about like, okay, is it bad? Well, yes, but let's talk about more of why it's bad. Um, right. yeah. I, I fell under fire earlier in the year because I wrote about Silence of the Lambs for the AV Club uh, around the time of like the 30th anniversary of the movie coming out. <laughs> and it's an article that's not even really about the movie. It's just about how like the system fails trans people, but everyone's right. like, you're defending a 
killer because you think you value a, a fucked up person like Buffalo Bill more than the women he killed. And I'm like, well, no, I'm just saying that if there was good mental health and if the system hadn't failed Bill, then that wouldn't have happened. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's the going back in time to kill baby Hitler kind of principle, you know? Yeah. 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 Every time you, you kill Maybe baby don't Hitler. kill him, just give him a hug. Yeah. yeah, or that. <laughs> yeah, just abduct him and put him in a more yeah. loving household. Tell him yeah. you like his art. Yeah, yeah. Tell him yeah. I understand you're a human too. Yeah, yeah. Like go back in time, Bill and Ted style, and bring him into the future, and then like he's got to like I don't know, live with like Jimmy Fallon or some shit. Oh, you God. know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll still turn out the way he is. So don't do that. That's um, you just figured out, you just figured out Hitler's hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, but yeah, this is exciting. So we are doing non-universal monsters. So no count Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy, Invisible Man, Gilman, Frankenstein monster, Battle of Frankenstein. Uh, the Phantom of the Opera, Igor, Renfield, and Mr. Hyde. So, mm-hmm. any monsters but those, I believe. Okay. All right, good. So that leaves a lot. That leaves a lot, yeah. Yeah, just Every, a few. Yeah. Everything it, is it out It really there. opens up the question of what is a monster. It's like, are aliens monsters? Are people who look normal but are monstrous like other vampires? Are they <laughs> monsters? Right. What the fuck constitutes a monster? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's a good point, yeah. Because you could take like just like regular human beings and fill the list, and they're not even like aliens or creatures or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, and I was even thinking like a teenage mutant ninja turtle. Like, I mean, they're awesome. They're mutants, <laughs> but they're monsters. Yeah. I mean, if I saw one on the street, I'd be like, ah, and I'd run away. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they talk to you and they look that way. Yeah, you know? I mean, then, yeah. then maybe I might talk to them. If I started running and uh, and like Michael Andrew just yelled out, "Hey, cool that, cool it down, dude!" I'd be like, "All right, well, maybe they're." Maybe I just picture just you like literally walking down the street and you getting to them, and it's just like that scene in Home Alone when he like is walking home and he just runs in the uh, old man Marley and he's just like, "Ah!" And he turns around and runs. Home. Uh, <laughs> like exactly, that's what would happen if James that's exactly how it would be. Uh, well, I gotta roll these balls here. Yeah, what's the, the uh, yeah, get the order, James and Drew. Tell the people where you can find us. Oh, jabroniu.com. That's where you can find all the great shows, like Why Did We Ever Meet? Hosted by, co hosted, uh, yeah, co hosted by somebody we. We haven't talked to in a few weeks, Wes, Wes Allen. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and fully see. hosted when there's any like music guest. Oh yeah, whenever there's <laughs> a guest that Ashley doesn't want to talk to. She's <laughs> yeah. like, "That's your fucking thing. I don't care." Um, tune into Biff Radio. Be a fly on the wall, locals barbershop. Everything else that Daniel says about all the other shows. Yeah, you're knocking uh, it out of the park here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and then of course Daniel oh, and Bonesaw, of course, are in the middle yeah. of the G1 climax. They're they break it down every single year, watching every single night, which is insanity. Um, and I just kind of just cherry pick what they say is a good match, and I go watch that one. So uh, do that, <laughs> and also every month the G- GTW, uh, who we are the commentary team for. 
we do a little preview for every event that happens every month, and that is jabroniu.com and jabroniu.threadless.com to buy our t-shirts, and you should go buy a t-shirt now. James, yes. what What's is the, the order? order? All right, so Drew, you got first pick. Oh. Yeah! It's the stupidest first pick it's ever. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Andy, you're number two. Harmony, okay, okay. you're number three. Mm. And I got fourth. All right. So here we go. I think uh, BJ got first pick last time. Oh, so. she would. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Andy, you ready to go? Are you, uh, I mean, yeah, Drew. I'll, I'll be ready to roll <laughs> when your pick rolls around. <laughs> you tried to get me. You're not getting me. All right. And uh, as a reminder, me and Harmony have steals. You guys do not. You don't have to keep um, reminding that. No, I will. You know, I just want to remind you guys that you don't have steel cards. Okay. Yeah. All right. Drew, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. All right. So Wes said this, and of course, Monster Squad is, which is really funny because technically the Monster Squad is the people who fight the monsters, but whatever. Um, like that's that's a story of, of a group of kids who fight these classic monsters, uh, Gilman, Mummy, Dracula, Frankenstein, all that. So I'm I went back to my childhood and some of the movies I used to love as a kid, and there wasn't one movie that I loved any more than this. Did you guys just lose me? No, nope. We're here. Oh, okay, gotcha. something something popped up. Okay. The one movie I loved as a kid was The Beastmaster. Okay. So I am going with the the winged devourers, the little bird men people that would come and just eat the bodies. That's my first pick. They're called winged devourers? Yes. Could you have at least have given them like a better name? Bird men? <laughs> There, that's better. Bird Are man. they attorneys at law? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Harvey Birdman. Uh, Winged devourers. All right. Birdman. I'm, I'm checking Here, this sit out. now. Dude, the, the episode, uh, now we're on Birdman and I'm just going to roll with it, but the, <laughs> yeah. the episode of the execution, executioner is like, it's like one of my favorite episodes of television in the history of television. Yeah. I have watched oh, that. also good. <laughs> I know. Uh, I found dread. out very early on and like into its launch that HBO Max has all the Adult Swim shows. Yeah, so I've just been going back and rewatching all of the ones that I loved that I haven't seen in fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, oh yeah, the Boondocks—that's totally fine to listen to with the windows open at like one p.m. <laughs> yeah. on a Thursday. That's not going to upset people walking by at all. And like, so it, I, I'm almost done with Harvey Birdman now, and then we're moving on to the Brack Show, which God knows I have not seen oh, that. Oh one my forever, god! Yeah. But oh, I love that cheap early adult swim animation yeah, yeah. they were yeah. just like wait we have the rights to all these characters awesome let's yeah. completely fuck them up oh it's so rad yeah i love that we didn't talk about wing devourers at all i <laughs> wouldn't imagine but like just so you know this is my theme so you it's guys like, can have whoever else you want what is it all, all these these terrible picks i'm looking them up right now they, they look kind of cool i never saw either of the Beastmasters though Oh, Woo. I don't. Do, is the owl thing in the Beastmaster? The owl thing? 
Is that you talking about the like how many licks? No, like that. You One, know, like that. It, two, there's like a robot like owl. Thing? A three. That, are you thinking of Fly Bubo from Clash of the Titans? I'm thinking of Clash <laughs> of the Titans. Damn it! I considered the Kraken for this list. I didn't take him. Really? Oh, I considered him specifically <laughs> the, the stop motion one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got some stop motion stuff on here. Which one was yeah. Beastman? I gotta look it up now because I'm. <laughs> the funny I... thing about these, and <laughs> I know, yes. is that they're. It's such like, okay, this movie is, okay, it's, for what it is, it's a Conan-type movie. And then there's, this element of it is so strange because it gets super sci-fi. I, like, weird, like, just out of nowhere. And they kind of come in to save the day. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. he just get, gives his little eagle the little pendant that he they gave him because he can talk to animals. And they're like, hey, you can t- communicate with us. So they give him this thing. He gives the bird that when they're getting, they're attacking the, the, the people are attacking the city and they come in and they just like, and they kind of, they kind of eat people like flies eat things where it's just like they, you know, they do the outside of the body digestive or whatever. They, they puke on them and then suck them up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I dig that's, that. that. That is a gruesome way to wing to devour someone. Yeah, so they like <laughs> they have their big bat wings, and then they like they hold them like this in a bear hug, and then you just see them go. I like that. I like that they cover the gore. So like, because they, they're like yeah. nobody, like even the wing devourers know nobody wants to see this. You know, well, you gotta just, even, just, even you the wing devourers were like, "Hey, we're on a budget." Here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we don't have that enough is, blood for yeah. this. There's far too much ketchup to be spending, yeah. you know. Uh, You're right, how, how much money we spent on these animal trainers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Andy, here we go. All righty. Uh, so for my first pick, I'm going to pick one of the most gangster ass monsters of all time. Too late. That's right. No, no. And I'm talking about. I'm going all the way back in time to 1974, and I'm taking Mecha Godzilla. Oh, Oh my gosh. So Yeah, man. Space beams, missiles, the head spins. uh, You know, you got the the teleportation, the flying. um, You know, what can't this thing do, right? You know, and it's better than the second... Uh, version of it because it doesn't have like uh, a human brain thinking for it so you can always fix it if it's broken you know so that's fantastic so uh, plus like just the footage is hilarious it's like uh, it makes me think that the Power Rangers whoever did that like just watched this movie and they're like that's the look that we want you know yes (laughs) But I will say, uh, after I've allowed you to talk this long, I'm going to go ahead and contest this. Mechagodzilla? Isn't really? Godzilla a universal monster? I don't think he is. No. I thought Godzilla and King Kong like are both But this is Mechagodzilla. I think well, King so Kong is. A... I think they don't. I think Godzilla's owned by a Japanese studio, and they're not giving him up. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And this is Mechagodzilla, not Godzilla anyway. So... Well, that's right. the Godzilla extended universe. Yeah, it's yeah. still Godzilla. Yeah. It's got <laughs> it's not Godzilla, it's, it's Mecha it's Godzilla. The GCU. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Godzilla cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Also, like for the record, like of the classic Godzilla's, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla is my favorite. Oh because yeah. that's that's like peak era of the um almost like Godzilla going full Roger Moore in how silly it started to get. And I think <laughs> yeah. that that's just incredible. And it's a fun watch. It's so much fun. Like I like there's better Godzilla movies, like plenty, but like, oh my god, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla is like a perfect like schmaz of goofy yeah. and fun that I this love. This is my favorite one too. So it's like it's like Rocky. You watch him lose and then he comes back around to win in the set like round two. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, and they totally messed this one up. I understand you gotta let Godzilla get through. But mm-hmm. Godzilla's not beating Mecha Godzilla. Come on now. Yeah. Well, if uh, you all want to allow this to happen, you can. But I do recall when BC was on that we specifically said no King Kong and no Godzilla. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure. So Harmony and Drew, it's up to you if you would like to allow Andy to crap on the game of the draft podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He's uh... (laughs) a... I'm going to defecate all over. He's, he's not offending my list. All right. So we're letting it go. Oh, Harmony, go. you get the last word. I'm I'm fine with it okay. just because I think Godzilla rules. There we go. Aha! All right. Does that mean I lose something now? Yeah, man. Your dignity. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no. You know what? You're I gonna, forgot about that. You're gonna, hold on. Hold on. You, but, you did say that. Andy, you said you wanted that as a thing. Yeah, but so, Andy... Is going to so lose his dignity. Andy's going to lose his dignity when I go and play back that clip from the BC episode where we specifically say, oh, I'll, "I'll play any clip over and over from that episode." Shouts to BC. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Look at this. You know, BC shed on me that entire episode, Harmony, and now Andy. Is, I, I now Andy's extending stake, it, so I might actually have to take this into consideration. No. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I'll steal from you. You know what? If you, for, if you take this for, from me. For t- <laughs> go, go. Dude, please steal one of my picks. Please. Uh, um, pad my numbers. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to say you guys are both right. We're not going to have any problems moving okay, forward. Okay, well, breeze past this one. Because it's yeah. takeover month and the rules are a little bit different. Yeah, we would have to get Wes on the line to really yeah. like. Yeah. I love how you're the child okay. that just wants to, you know, bring us two dads together. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, we love you, Drew. I, ju- <laughs> I, I, I just uh, want to eat my meatloaf in peace. <laughs> uh, you know it tastes bland, James. <laughs> the salt's right by you. All right. Harmony, you're up. Uh, uh, here we go. All right, so I'm going to start with a pick that literally no one else is going to play, so I don't even have to worry about it getting stolen. Okay. It is a the, the starring villain of two different films from, like, 15 years apart. One is the, uh, the second ever animated film not by Disney to break over $100 million, uh, make over $100 million. It's the highest grossing anime film until this year. Uh, in like box office in the US. And it is the strongest monster in a franchise that is the highest grossing like intellectual property in history. So my monster, a being created by science 
in a lab is Mewtwo from Pokemon. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I did not see that coming at all. Oh, no one was going to. It, it, Pokemon's literally short for pocket monsters. They are indeed is, monsters. Oh yeah, my God, definitely. That is so true. And did I fall down a rabbit hole where I also watched the Digimon movie and the <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh movie last night? Yeah, they're not great and it's fine. But Mewtwo is so rad because the Japanese version of Pokemon the first movie that we didn't get includes a 15 minute segment where he's created in a lab along with a small cloned child uh, who is the cloned daughter of one of the scientists, and he gets to watch her die. And that is, oh. like, the entire basis for his character hating humans. Okay. And I, that's this rad. This badass, too. This thing's badass looking, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know that Mewtwo is, like, one of the strongest adversaries in the Pokemon world, right? Like, isn't he... Like he is the strongest yeah. Pokemon. He is stronger in his mega form than the literal Pokemon God, because this lore has a Pokemon God. <laughs> oh my God! Huh. See, I, I, I wish I knew more about Pokemon because uh, that's I'm they, in. The, they I'm in the, are powerful. Yeah, and let me tell you how. Uh, Pokemon <laughs> is basically. Listen to this. Pokemon is basically the reason that NFTs exist. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it yeah. seems fair. It's because like there was one that sold for an outrageous amount and then other people started jumping on board and Pokemon is the reason for the trading card uh boom too cuz everybody was getting into that and then it went over to sports cards and everything. So Pokemon like is like influencing culture in a big way. It is a huge thing. I mean, yeah. I played Pokemon Go like crazy. For a long time. Yeah, that for like thing. longer than it sh- like, than I should have. Pokemon Go was a huge ass thing. That's crazy yeah. in uh-huh. itself. I know. People just out well, in thought... Times Square, like with their phones looking insane. Yeah, it was awesome. Those those like two months after Pokemon Go came out, right before the 2016 election, was like the closest I've ever seen for world peace. It was yeah. beautiful, wasn't I it? I would be sitting in my like apartment looking at my phone and seeing like four blocks down the street, some people had like popped some lures to attract Pokemon. And I go there like in the middle of the night and I just see a bunch <laughs> of like mi- like 20 something and 30 something sitting on like a curb in a parking lot going like, oh, there's a Squirtle over here. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, that is really cool. It was Another good. fucking Pidgey? Yeah. Are you serious? I, For real, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I took special trips to, like, Tampa, Clearwater, St. Petersburg. Like, hour an hour and a half away trips just because people were like, yeah, rare Pokemons are in this park or wherever uh-huh. the hell it was. I would, yeah. I drove to get these things. I drove. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's uh, portable skate parks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. rad. Yeah. And yeah. then Mewtwo is the strongest and the coolest Pokemon. And he's <laughs> basically Frankenstein. And then he's the villain in Detective Pikachu, which was the highest grossing and most critically acclaimed <laughs> video game movie ever released. Oh, until my. Sonic the Hedgehog beat it. <laughs> I didn't even know That's, that. Cr- wow. That is crazy. Jeez. Back that shows to- you how, uh, I mean, I don't want to say bad, but how bad. <laughs> video games have translated into movies oh, when those terrible. two are the best too. <laughs> well, that's hey, I you didn't see that coming Wesley. <laughs> yeah. I saw Sonic the Hedgehog in like an early screening at like 10 a.m. on a Sunday where me and BJ were the only ones there who didn't have kids with them and god damn it if it wasn't the most hyped thing I've ever seen in a movie theater. When he when Sonic the Hedgehog flossed 
these eight-year-olds oh. lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that was actually a pretty good movie. I enjoyed that Sonic the Hedgehog. Jim Carrey yeah. was excellent. He did. Yeah. In this Dr. Movie. Robotnik. There's some there's some other parts that are whatever. I enjoyed yeah. the hell out of the movie. So oh, it's super fun. Yeah. I'm here for a good time, not a smart time. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Uh it's to me now. And I'm going to continue on with my deal and I'll just change it up next week and I'll use actual like Draculas and actual werewolves and shit. Uh-huh. But this time I basically like took a pick for Dracula. Like this is who I'm going to have replace Dracula. And I figured, and I got to go with my strategy cause I have nothing else. So this is what I prepared. <laughs> um, but my guess or my, my thoughts were that, uh, the person has to be like a strong leader and like pretty scary because they really have to be like the evilest one of the monster squad. Cause they're in like charge. Like Godzilla. <clears throat> Right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. If that oh, was I'm, allowed. Yeah. I'm, I'm saving my leader for later. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with my leader right up front and I'm going to take Syl, which is Natasha Hinstridge from Species, that species alien. Oh, have you okay. seen the movie Species? I remember I it. Not. No. Okay. No. Oh yeah, Sil badass. Sil was like, uh, if, go just look up the uh, the actual oh, alien I itself. Everybody, get your Google machine. Don't tell ready. us what to do. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. or don't. I mean, whatever, you, whatever, however <laughs> yeah. you right, feel. We'll get do your what ask you like. Jeeves machine ready. <laughs> okay, that's pretty fucking hype. But, like, uh, it's, all it's, right. it's very like robotic. It's almost like if like you combined a xenomorph with like Robin Williams' mm-hmm. bicentennial man. Exactly. That's <laughs> okay. exactly. That's the most Medusa? perfect description. Yeah. Nobody even has to look it up anymore, Drew, because Harmony have, Harmony have, just cracked the code. I have Alta Vista pulled up. What do I need to put in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm the, in Bing. I'm getting nothing but porn. The whole, <laughs> the whole idea of species oh, was porn. that. Uh, Natasha Henstridge Sill was an alien that like had or it was either an alien or something that they accidentally created somehow I forget exactly I feel like there was like a signal and it brought this alien to earth and now uh the detective guy's trying to like find it and kill it Mm. stop it from breeding but the whole idea is that the alien is like it's, it's Natasha Henstridge and then, Her nipples are out of control. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, exactly. And why is she wearing that like Queen of the Damned outfit? Because she's <laughs> the queen. But uh, yeah, the whole idea is that she just she has sex with men and then just eats them. Okay, that's sick. So she's yeah. like a Black Widow. That's tight. Exactly. So yeah. and I figure she's a pretty hardcore, badass alien, scary as fuck looking, so she can lead this group of ragtag non-universal monster squad monsters <laughs> thick <laughs> <laughs> so here we go we got sill and now i'm gonna go with my wolfman character and for this one jeez, i don't know which one to pick i had i went so with, with that so with that one that other one would be like your creature the, like no, the that Lab- Sil was my Dracula. She she was like my my just oh. badass Dracula. She's gonna lead the group. She's in charge. Okay. Now, and then this is your Wolfman, so they have this, to have Nards. 
<laughs> they, yeah. they have to have nards. Uh, and I also gave them some type of transformation deal. Okay. That's the kind of things that I was looking at. So maybe I'll just go with current and pretty new, and I'll go with Gabriel from Malignant as oh. my wolf name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so rad. So it's, yeah, it's kind of the transformation in the sense that all the arms and legs snapping to go backwards and shit, so. Oh, it's so cool. I love like, it so much. I love Malignant so much. It might be my favorite horror movie of the year because I was just like, what is this like 2004 nonsense with this new metal opening credit sequence? <laughs> I and know. then that midway point happens and I'm like, oh, we're off to the races. This is incredible. <laughs> I, lo- I, thought it was a- I thought it was really good. I actually had to defend it to the Nerdicide guys uh, after that came out. That guy went on their stream and they were they were shit talking it and I was like, I don't know. I mean it uh, sounded like Terminator in the beginning and then it blew my blew me away the same way Terminator did. <laughs> it was more if like you're an action movie. That movie. You just don't get what's going on and like you hate fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, yeah, that's Justin. accurate representation. <laughs> I did I texted them and I just said basically the writer listened or they watched uh Chris Jericho entrance and just wrote us Wrote a movie based on the song Judas. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Literal interpretation of song lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds exactly. Yeah. Malignant. Judas in my mind, man. That's all it is. All in the mind. <laughs> this I, thing is crazy looking. I think I'm also oh, a James so Wan bad. fanboy. So at this point, I just like James Wan. I'm, I'm also a big fan, like especially because I love like his big swinging dick of saying I've unlimited money to make any movie I want, and <laughs> this is what it is. And I'm I'm deliberately being vague because everyone should truly experience this with no spoilers. Oh know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. God yeah. damn. Yeah, I, I won't. Uh, I definitely don't want to give anything away. It's a badass movie. Go check out Malignant mm-hmm. and Harmony. You're back up. Oh, tight. Um, oh God, which one of these do I want to pick? Um, I think I'm going to go with another odd choice because I I went with like an animated children's show character and now I'm going to go to the world of musicals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) So I know where you're going. Maybe. Oh, do you? Do you? I probably don't. don't. We'll see. So speaking of creatures, speaking of stop motion, speaking of all of these this uh my next monster that i'm recruiting is the audrey 2 from little shop of horrors okay yeah, yeah. that was ah uh, i literally uh, was thinking about do i take it first and then i was like i like mecha godzilla better but yeah this uh, was gonna be my pick so fantastic uh, is it pick. really yeah yeah <laughs> that's fucking awesome bless the audrey 2 oh uh, little God. shop is those movies that is like not not a damn thing about it should change because it is perfect mm-hmm. it is a perfect film it's got amazing puppet work yeah. i think that it was like two tons or something insane and then they filmed <laughs> it at half speed and then old speed so it could move quickly like oh the ingenuity of it so cool and so menacing and i don't want alternate ending audrey 2's win but it's so cool to watch these giant plants just destroy new york city <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna ask you which uh which version you prefer Oh, the, 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 obviously the Rick Moranis one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and the music is so fucking good. Oh, I uh, love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is, is I mean, it's one of the best musicals ever. It it really is. And it's like so perfectly a comedy and so it's such a perfect musical and such a perfect horror movie. It's like God, I love Little Shop so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is incredible. Uh and then naming your plant like it's so absurd. Like you name your plant like Audrey too after the girl you have a crush on and then mm-hmm. become like a local celebrity like what and you got a plant that's like terrorizing and yeah it's just <laughs> hilarious it's amazing uh, <laughs> uh, have you seen uh, I, I do want to see I would love to see the musical like I would actually like to see the musical on like Broadway or whatever so would I. Um, I'm a big fan of like alternative musicals. Like uh, I saw one of, I think the last musical I saw live before the pandemic hit was Evil Dead the musical, and it was oh, in like a smaller theater that sits maybe like 85 people. So the entire wow. theater was a splash zone. Oh my there's god! So much blood in that show. Oh, oh that is god. awesome. I want to um, go to that. It's it's so much fun. It's it's very self aware in the, all of the correct ways I cannot speak highly enough about Evil Dead the Musical uh, Silence the Musical about Silence of the Lambs is my favorite version of Silence of the Lambs because fuck Silence of the Lambs uh, I think <laughs> that it, it's very comedic, it's, it's wonderful it's, alternative musicals are the, the Jimmy Jam that's all, yeah, I would, I'm interested in I all love that, that. Yeah. I, I wish oh, I lived man. in an area that had cool shit like that, but I live in shit ass Florida, so <laughs> there's no <laughs> art doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't know. The band Wazel has some shit like that. Uh, sometimes. Actually I just got I just got the catalog for the, the fall winter preview, so I'll see what's going on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to see La Bohemia or whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah, there's probably not a lot. There's, well, maybe that's maybe for, that's for is. all you opera fans out there. I had to go see that shit. <laughs> that shit. Uh, uh, I like opera. Yeah. I'm just not going to go see it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't oh. into it as a 12 year old apparently. So <laughs> I like Pagliacci because that I'm a sad clown too. All right, because right, right, it's used in Looney Tunes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, you're up, All Andy. Right, go so ahead. here's where we're gonna go a complete left turn and get super weird. Uh, this yeah, movie's we're not like there su- yet. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I think, and um, it's just the type of movie that. I like that they were doing back in the eighties. That mm-hmm. was, I mean, it was horror, but it, for whatever reason, it just didn't feel as much horror. And this is where I realize I've watched more horror than I have because there's things like um, basket case that exists. So I'm going to take Bilal Bradley. <laughs> yeah. That little thing in a basket uh, gets cut off. Like you got the conjoined, uh, you know, brothers and, it's just hilarious to me. And they do a stop motion sequence in there that is so terrible, but it's like ingrained <laughs> in my head because it's also so good at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out this dude, just uh, the guy that did the, the movie, he did the stop motion and he's like, I have no patience. And you can tell when you watch it because uh, I did the stop motion and it's not good. 
which almost like makes it better. Um, but the the cool thing I found out about this movie is because they didn't have the budget, they would film for a little bit and then they would stop, show the clips to people to get more money. And then they would film more and then stop and they get more true? money and then film again. So it's like, it's chopped up how it's filmed. Um, it wasn't all filmed like, you know, in a row. So I think that's pretty hilarious. Um, I like that and, they could show any yeah. of Basket Case to anybody, and then people would be like, yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for the next scenes, sure. Yeah. And if you think about it, um, this came out before, uh, you know, um, Krang and Slimer. So um, probably they, those, those creators could have been influenced by Basket Case. Oh, I'm I'm sure. You know, I I would not rule it out. I I just love the idea though of just being like, hey, look at these effects we did. Don't you want to get in on this? And it really was like a utopian era in the '80s where everyone's just like, oh, horror, yeah, sure, th- th- that makes money, and they just throw it at people. Yeah, yeah. and uh, those type of monsters, I really loved because it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't trying to be all like fancy and. All that kind of stuff. It was just like, let's take some shit, put it together, and this is our monster. And I yeah. kind of dig that. Yeah, I, I love the necessity and the ingenuity of, of cheaper films. Oh, I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. talk about that at length about one of my picks later. But like, okay. especially during this era, or even like the first Evil Dead, where like the stop motion is basically Play-Doh in the final scenes. Yeah, but there's yeah. something uncanny because yeah. it's almost really good, but almost really bad. And I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. Basket Case is kind of like that. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And they did more of these. Um, I haven't the seen all of them. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I but not know. I didn't either. But um, yeah, there's a Basket Case 2 and a Basket Case 3. And Basket Case 3 came out in... Uh, I don't know what year it was, but, um, but yeah, it came out much later apparently. So yeah, there's a, there's a legacy. I, I only knew of the first one. <laughs> the BCCU. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Drew. I like this asshole. Yeah. All right. Um, it's just one question. Uh, <laughs> How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? I'm going with the trolls from Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Goodness. James's most feared movie. Oh. It's so funny because doing research for this, like I thought of that. Like that was that this was kind of like the like thing that unlocked that that gate for me. Like, oh yeah, just do like ridiculous ones from when you were a kid. And then former guest of the show, Joe Russo, posted on his Instagram today, like, it's been 30 years. I can't wait to subject my wife to to watching this piece of shit or something like that. (laughs) And then I quoted that exact line to him. I was like, I I wasn't going to say, like, I just did research on this. But it was like, it was kismet, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That is a horrifying monster. And when little young James Bryington that movie really destroyed him. <laughs> I had to, I went and cried to my parents. I couldn't handle it. Those trolls. Yeah, you man. see all the green stuff on their mouths. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was your hocus pocus. 
It certainly was. Yeah, well, the, the witch that scared me. A real troll scared me. Uh. And I say that because I was afraid of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> you know the craziest thing about the craziest thing about the trolls in earnest that it, it that story wasn't even just me. I had a good friend with me. We both got really scared, and we both <laughs> went and cried to my parents. Like. So I feel like it wasn't like a fluke thing. It wasn't that I'm just like, I can't handle it. You know, it was that mm-hmm. I think it's just actually scary. <laughs> you can feel that way all you want. <laughs> or you just surrounded yourself with souls, you know. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It, you know, you bringing up the witch thing from last week. Lil Andy was like a big influence on what my, my team was. It was like, what was Lil Drew afraid of? Okay. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like that. Shit. What's little Drew also afraid of? Well, this is right out of Andy's playbook. Andy was scared of this two years ago when he finally watched this movie, <laughs> and I'm going with the Grand High Witch from Witches. Oh, oh. Angelica Houston. I'm still terrified. Takes off that oh. hey, like this is a kids movie, and it's one of the most horrific things ever. <laughs> It's it's the they had me watch a series of all kinds of movies. This is one of the most terrifying scenes in the movie is PG of any movie I've watched. And they had me watch like, you know, all kinds of like some crazy shit. Well, the, this, the, the witch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one scared me way more than the witch. Talk about transformation scenes. My oh, God, goodness. so many yeah. good ones in that one. I know. I, I love the way the witches like their shit comes out like the nose and their fucking yeah. knees bend weird. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. I, I love that the Henson fan, like the Henson family did such good work on the effects in this movie. Like there's a lot of mixed media, especially cause like the mice in that movie are so goddamn cute. I want to die. <laughs> yeah. And like, sometimes the mouse puppet is like the size of a basketball because they needed to be very expressive. Sometimes it's an actual mouse and it's like beautifully seamless, <laughs> but like all of the in-between transformation shots of Angelica Houston, like putting on and taking off her face yeah. is yeah. so amazing. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite tidbits about the witches and like the witches themselves in the witches is that when they're in a big meeting hall and you see them all just kind of like lines of chairs, one of my favorite things is just looking into like the less important back rows because it's just a bunch of men in, with earrings and wearing dresses. It's just <laughs> oh, a no, bunch really? of all no. British men. <laughs> really? I've never even, I've never ever looked at that or noticed that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Once you get past, like, the first two rows, it's just a lot of bald men. Oh, my God. They put the wrong (laughs) call out that day. It would be fun to pause on that after she takes off because, like I said, that's just ingrained in my head. Um, It's beautiful. But, like, that would be fun to see the back rows and, like, pause and look at that. That, Yeah. That's crazy. It's real fun. The director was probably, like... The, this transformation nobody is going to even notice <laughs> like nobody's looking at the audience at this point yeah everybody's no. going to be looking away scared from the transformation yeah angelica right. houston who is like gives off ultimate mommy energy and like please step on me and then it's like oh god <laughs> <laughs> and, now, and then you have like a fear boner Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Like, you're not looking at the random people in the crowd during those scenes. I just am because I've seen the witches, like, dozens of times in my life. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I did that thing where I had put my hand over my face but kind of opened it up, like, to see if it was gone. Uh, That shit was terrifying. And he actually put his own kid in front of him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> Andy, you're up. All right. Uh, I'm excited by this one. Um, this is another one of those mid-80s movies that uh, they just tried anything and made anything a monster, and I love that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I guess without further ado, the stuff. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this movie is fantastic. Uh, it, and it's it's just this, this sweet um, marshmallow, like frozen yogurt looking thing. Um, and it's crazy because there's a there's a detective dude and he's like talking to the ice cream you know big business people because the ice cream people are upset that the stuff <laughs> is is uh you know taking over um all all of their their but and they go into all these different like crazy commercials that's hilarious um so they kind of hit consumerism and how we're affected by it and all that kind of stuff. And then just, um, it's a bunch of like, some cases it just straight up looks like cum shots. Like <laughs> just, <laughs> just boom, shooting somebody against a wall. I'm sure scary movie got that from the stuff, you know? Um, cause they're big horror buffs too, obviously. Uh, but like, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know if, uh, no, nah, I think they were just going it, for a but... cum joke. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. Might have been. Uh, uh, I like. Have, have any of you guys seen the stuff? I like how you're guessing people's influences. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just making it up. Uh, I I saw the stuff for the first time last year. Oh man! I saw it during the pandemic uh, at a friend's house because we were doing like an outdoor screening of just some random movies, which we also watched it like just we, it was just anything that looked good that we could find at the time, which we watched mm-hmm. as a double feature of a. Uh, an erotic thriller that featured Nicolas Cage and a uh, judge Reinhold. Uh, and know. it's not very good, but it's really <laughs> funny. So, I mean, that yeah. was a thing we also watched that night. That's but awesome. God, the, the stuff is, is, is what, lovely. What was and it called? I, uh, the like Nicolas Cage. Z- Zandali or something. It takes oh, place yes. in New Orleans, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, fine I, I, you get hilarious billings of like marissa tomei and steve buscemi and they're like a background <laughs> character with one line <laughs> so that's a thing in that film but i love that the stuff is basically like what if we just took the blob and we took pod people and we just smashed those two monsters together yeah and then made it hilarious it's so funny uh it's like <sighs> this cream like oh man it's yeah that nicholas have Cage- you guys has James, you or Drew seen this? I have not seen the stuff. I have but I'm not looking, seen it, no. I'm looking at the oh, movie man, cover. for a treat. I love that the movie cover, just the tagline is, are you eating it or is it eating you? The stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this movie starts, mind you, with some random man in like an Arctic environment <laughs> finding a bunch of goop outside and go, huh, Picks I'm going to... Let's just say, oh, this tastes pretty good. And that's how the movie starts. Just a random man eating stuff off the ground. I'd like to bell break this. I'm going to bell break this. Yeah. You know, that that whole idea, because I think about a lot, like, how did people, how did people decide what they could eat? Like, they literally had to have, like, kings and queens probably had 
people literally go and hey, go eat that leaf. Tell me if that's these designated eaters. <laughs> designated yeah, yeah. eaters. Go eat this this bark off this whatever this is. You try this. Can you eat this? And then they die, and they're like, no, nobody eat this. Like, yeah. and they probably had scientists as well as the eaters. So like, all right, you uh, let's let's have this person eat it. Quarantine them for you know a week. Make sure yeah. they're okay, and then we'll know if we can go back to it. I like that idea. Oh, I like the idea that like they probably wouldn't even quarantine. They probably wouldn't even think to wait. They would be like, if it's not instant, they'd be like, okay, that's edible. Oh, that's but true. Then, yeah, you're yeah. Right. But then now it's you a have very diplomatic way of figuring out how like cavemen did things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you have all these monarchs just like a week. They're all eating this thing, and a week later, they're all dead because they, they like <laughs> it's a seven day thing. Oh God! But yeah, what do you think the craziest thing? Like, who was like, like goat balls? I'm gonna eat these. Yeah, you know I what mean, I'm saying? Well, yeah. Ultimately, you just had to, in times frontier times or whatever, you had to eat every possible ounce of the animal, otherwise you're out of food. Mm. You know, it's so probably that, one of those things where it's like a delicacy yeah. and it'll make you more virile or something like that. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You get like fucking beefy erections with that thing. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. be shooting such wicked ropes. Oh, <laughs> w- <laughs> wicked ropes. <laughs> it's gonna be like uh, the, the the trees in Evil Dead where it just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, wow, that's a, that's, a, that's a good point. You know, I think, and maybe it's just the cynic in me, but I would bet that people tried to do that because I I always have a theory that like as as soon as there's an invention, like people try to figure out like okay, two things: can we fuck it or can we kill with it? <laughs> like those are that's the goal of every invention. It's like. How do we turn it into a weapon or how do we fuck it? Um, so Sometimes both. Sometimes both. Yeah. But I'm thinking that was probably like, hey, will these berries kill these people? Eat oh, this. that might be true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it killed them. Let's let's give it to those people over there because we don't like the or way they cut it's their jib. like the other thing, <laughs> the other side of that, too. This brings up an even better point is like mm. we've been fucking these watermelons all this time. Maybe, maybe we should try to eat these things. Yeah. So you, you know, think they were fucking the things wait. before they yeah, were you can, you can eat watermelon we've only been fucking them for the last hundred years you can eat these things man I love summer so much this is the only time I get to fuck a watermelon oh man uh, I'm like oh it's almost watermelon season uh, uh, alright I can't uh, believe they sell these at the local grocers uh, have you felt an inside of a plum <laughs> no I'm but I've tasted your mind. Yeah. have you ever eaten watermelon with mustard no oh uh, that was thing? a trend going around this year, and apparently it's fantastic, and everyone's mad about it. Really? Whoa. Now yes. I have to try that. That is that is very insane, but I want to try it because it sounds so insane. It must be good. I can't wait to... We, we've had this thing at work over the last couple months of like weird food combinations. I can't wait to bring that up. I'm not going to try it because I cannot stand mustard, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll put it out to the people who will. Yeah. I'll still try it, man. Yeah. That, yeah, I'll definitely that's... eat that. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta try all those weird food combinations. That's my shit right there. I, you I know will. what? One, one I found out when I was really upset about, and it's funny because, like, I guess it's like a thing is people eat tamales with ketchup. 
And I was like, ugh, mm. why are you ruining tamales? Uh, and they're like, no, it's good. That's a weird one for <laughs> There's me. Like, that's... like, we were talking about it, and like the one guy's like, no, look, like this is a thing. And he just sh- starts showing me all these memes about like ketchup on tamales. Now, see, that sounds like a white dude trying to eat actually, Mexican food, and he doesn't like It's actually know the how to opposite. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that right. is not what I expected. Yeah. Okay. I, now, I love the cultural diversity of, of shit like that. For yeah. example, I, I love Japan's obsession with American stuff, like how KFC is a Christmas tradition over there, <laughs> and they drink it with bottles of PBR that looks like a gourmet champagne. Oh, oh my wow. god, I didn't know that. Yeah, really? oh, it's I'm fascinated by shit like that. It's like, just look up like Japanese PBR, and it comes in this like most unbelievably bougie bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Kit Kats uh, from England way better than Kit Kats from America. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, like a, lot a legit people, thing. Yeah, a lot of people hate American chocolate because they think uh, if you're not used to it, it tastes like vomit because of a uh, a thing that they put in there so that the dairy doesn't go bad and it doesn't melt as easily, and it gives huh. it like a slightly off taste if you're not accustomed to it. Oh my god! Yeah, mm. how about that? Holy shit. That's crazy. But can you fuck a tamale, Drew? We've had so... Yeah. (laughs) Actually, what else are you doing with a corn husk after you're done? You know what I mean? You peel it on (laughs) and then you just got to... You don't need socks anymore. All you need is a nice couple corn husks. Uh, so yeah, right. that's that's a way yeah. to fuck. This bell break, this <laughs> bell break this has gone in. There's like twelve more than breaks. one way to skin <laughs> awesome. a cat. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I also like that we are just filled filled with like new offerings for everybody tonight. Yeah, I know this like, is great. I, I, people are vigorously writing all these, these things to try. Like it's great. Wait, it all started with fuck. see no people. <laughs> Both definitely try fucking everything first, then yeah. see if you can eat it. All right, oh, all right. Jen tried <laughs> killing somebody. With I'm going to eat a watermelon with mustard while I'm fucking a mustard. Or <laughs> a watermelon. <Yes. laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Harmony, you're up. Oh, God. What do I even pick to follow all this? Um, okay, well, we're talking about England. We might as well go there. Um, so I was thinking about, like, well, what am I going to pick? Because, like, I, I don't want I don't like competition. I don't want to have to deal with people like trying to snatch up this thing or this thing because they're so obviously awesome. So oh I, I just really I went know the in. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my whole methodology isn't like, oh hey, what did Little Harmony what what scared the shit out of that of me? But I was just like, what monsters do I think are fucking rad? Yeah, and yeah. one of my favorite monsters, and it's from one of my favorite movies the last ten years, is the unnamed aliens from attack the block oh ah. oh i oh I where they're they're, they're kind of the like built like bears but they're essentially just giant fuzzy blackness with teeth yeah yeah, yeah. there's just some rad simplicity to that that i absolutely love there's a um it's the glow a, in the dark thing right yeah like the, yeah, like, yeah 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 like there's a lot of like overly designed monsters, particularly like seeking not not to like shade the xenomorphs, but anything that pulled inspiration from like the over designed phallicness of Giger. It's like okay, cool. Like there's a lot going on, but there's something so cool about making something really captivating and interesting that is so simple. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. so extremely mm-hmm. simple, and it's almost like the idea of of Jaws, where it's your imagination of like what is under this fur, what is this scary beast whose eyes I can't even see. Yeah. And there's a um, 
there's a game on the Super Nintendo that was on like every system in the early 90s called Out of This World. And I think it's called Another World in Other Countries, if, if anyone's curious. But yeah. their very first thing you do as a scientist, I think it's his name is Lester, because of course he is. He gets teleported <laughs> to another world, <laughs> lo and behold, because of a science experiment and a monster remarkably similar based on like a very basic polygonal world attacks him. And it reminds me of that. And you can't fight <laughs> this thing. You have to run. Yeah. And it's the same kind of fear of like, oh God, where am I? There's something scary and it's going to eat yeah. me. It's, uh, have you ever, have you ever seen, I think that it got turned into like an actual movie as well, but there was like a YouTube short where the, like the girl would, she kept flipping the light switch off and then she would see like this monster standing there and then she'd turn it back on and the monster would be gone. I th- it was called like light switch or lights out or something like that. I think I've seen that. That sounds familiar. But uh, th- these monsters kind of remind me of that thing from that mm-hmm. as well. But uh, yeah, those things are crazy. I oh, think they so look cool. like a yeah. monster that would like actually be a stuffed animal in my kid's room. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know it's just it's, sitting yeah. there. It glows in the dark. As a matter of fact, he's got one that like looks like this, but it's blue. It doesn't mm-hmm. glow in the dark or anything, but like. It's like a my yeah. Pet these monster. things are. I, I like. I like them. It kind of reminds me of like like putting dark fur instead of red, but on. Do you remember the the? I think it was Bugs Bunny where he stayed in the haunted castle or whatever. Oh, the guy with monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's Just, super. T- yeah, that thing. That whatever that thing's name is is rad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, looking man, it I up because I think he I, has a really gotta, ridiculous name. I got to save that for my list. <laughs> of things I shouldn't to have fuck? gave that away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, His you... name is Gossamer. 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 I had to look it up because I'm like, he's got a silly name like Sweetums from the Muppets, but it's not Sweetums. It's something <laughs> silly though. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, this would this would have been my like Gilman type of character i guess and i only thought of like this thing would come up from below so that's the that's the idea of these monsters so i'm gonna go with i think i'm gonna go with tremors some graboids graboids yeah so i don't know how this game works yeah but is that I'm a you? steal the shit out of that from you. Are you really? Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! Wow. I don't know if you all know this. I have an actual Graboid tattooed on my leg. Oh, wow. my God. That's and incredible. that was going to be one of my picks. Tri- yeah, Tremors is is uh, probably, it's in my top ten horror movies this of all This is time, obviously sure. the only shared pick I have, then, because it's on mine, too. Yeah. It's ah, also yeah. on mine. So this I is the only all... one that's so, been on all four uh, lists. So, oh, that's so I had so it on mine, too. I love it. So, I, Harmony, you're going to steal this, this from me? I'm stealing it. It's mine. Okay, all right. <laughs> this this movie was such, like, a classic in our house when we were younger. And, like, rewatching it, like, over the last couple of years was so fun because, like, that whole Kevin Bacon love story is so sped up. Uh-huh. Like, it is just like, boom, we met each other. Boom, we're in love. Yeah, we're fucking, and it's been five minutes. Like it's insane. <laughs> well, yeah, when you're going through something like that, you know, yeah, like it's the adrenaline yeah. of survival. That's yeah. right. Ah, uh, 
But gosh, I I don't know if we were going to talk about Tremors now. Are we talking about it later? How's this game? You work? can talk about it yeah, now. No, Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it's your it's yours. I literally the only other like draft I've ever been a part of was for uh, a different draft called Screen Drafts, where I was a part of drafting all seven Tremors movies and ranking them. And I am oh, wow. not pleased with how the ranking is because Bloodlines ended up way too goddamn high on that list. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> In any case. I the Tremors franchise is my favorite of all of the long running like more than three or four entries horror franchises. Yeah, Michael Gross is an absolute icon. I love him to pieces. I cried at the end of Shrieker Island. Tremors <laughs> is maybe my favorite horror movie because it's perfect. Dude, like that, that, bless that this franchise. Incredible. That is so amazing. I I'm so glad that you love Tremors because uh, it, it makes yeah it makes me happy. And plus, I'm glad you all love Tremors. Yeah. You you stealing that from me gives me Drew didn't want this to happen. That gives me stats for the draft podcast. So that's true. We keep yeah. stats of uh, how often people were stole from, and mm-hmm. oh, he's while way James out of head. has and had the worst teams by far, just in general. See, uh, I mean, how can how can this be when most, you hear the rest so. of this? Yeah, <laughs> basically, stolen what it does from is the is... most yet. I'm bad at picking for some reason. As you heard, James rolls the balls. James yeah. gets number one pick half of the time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everybody <laughs> steals his number one pick. I'm fourth yep. pick this game. Yeah, well, this time. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so do I get to uh, I get to repick that pick then? Yeah, so you yes. get two picks, and then it skips over Harmony and comes uh, back to me because she's got her fourth pick now. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So here we go. So instead of trimmers, I'm going to go with a much lesser, but uh, my only other choice written down. And I was going up from below, so I'm taking Samara from the ring. Because oh, she comes okay. out of the... Okay. Okay. Yeah, trimmers yeah. would have been a, way better, James. It would have been, I know. interpretation I know. <laughs> of... Maybe of, this is why like, I have man. bad picks, because my picks get stolen, and then I have to take the backups. Uh, but yeah but like i i I get it i get where you're going there as far as like a gill man goes yeah 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 she comes out of the whatever you call that thing the the ring is also birth control right say that as well (laughs) yes it's also a doorbell yeah that is true yeah so james you got uh, a birth controlling uh doorbell for your pick (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's also a toe decoration oh yeah yeah i guess a toe ring you can put it on your finger too there's a lot of places you can put a ring oh so many places you can put a ring that's right yep did you know what they did when they looked at a ring (laughs) so i bet we can fuck that (laughs) it's the first thing then they try to eat it (laughs) yeah they tried to eat it and they tried to kill somebody with it neither one of those were really all that successful well you can't eat it if it's pierced and never mind um (laughs) all right i'm gonna go to my next because samara samara sucked (laughs) now i gotta do better (laughs) all right so uh now i'm to my mummy type of character so i just went with like dead things mm-hmm. yeah so this one you know what 
I'm going to go with another James Wan favorite, and I'm going to go with Mary Shaw from Dead Silence. Ooh. Yeah. I do not know this one. one. Oh, my God. It pops up on my thing to watch all the time, and I just have never gotten around to it. You should watch it. Oh, God. (laughs) Good response. Oh, God. (laughs) That uh, that one got me. Mary Shaw was a ventriloquist, and she got called out as, like, a faker and liar at one of her shows. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... After she got called out, she, uh, I don't know, some shit went down and then, like, the villagers killed her. Okay. And they buried all of her puppets and shit everywhere. I'm not doing a good job. Like, if I tried to, if I was James <laughs> you Wan. You said and ventriloquist. Was, That's all you had to say. This is exactly how James Wan pitched it in the thing. Like, he went, he's like, <laughs> so there's like, there's like, she's dead and shit. And there's like <laughs> puppets and shit. He was just like. <laughs> You saw all my other movies, right? <laughs> Give me five million dollars. <laughs> you know, this, so you've uh, seen Basket Case and you funded that, correct? Okay, we're good. <laughs> this might be like uh, one of James Wan's earlier movies because I I don't know if it was probably wasn't his first movie, but it's 2007, so it's been a bit. Yeah, and it has um the Ryan Quantin guy from. Uh, True blood. True blood. Yeah. Jason Stackhouse. Yeah. I, mean, I just really like that this lady looks like an Are You Afraid of the Dark villain? And I'm like so down for that. Oh, I'm telling you, Harmony, you're going to love, you're going to love this movie. Yeah. It's really, it's really good. I, I mean, it's James Wan. He knows how to have fun. So I'm That's not right. upset by this. I will get around to it. I've seen <laughs> tons of his other stuff. So this is his fourth movie after Saw. Yeah. Yeah. Many saws. Yeah. So many. <laughs> so, so many saws. I've seen so many saws. Yeah. <laughs> Saw it. All right, Andy. All right. So I'm going to go with uh, my child-like pick um, <clears throat> here. Ironically, it's older than every pick I've had so far, though, now that I'm realizing it. But this is my child pick. <laughs> But um, so this started out with me falling in love with this character on Saturday mornings. And it was literally the like it was a character that would show up for like after these messages we'll be right back. (laughs) If you're old enough, you know, and the claymation Um, would swap heads. Yeah, we remember. Yeah. And one of the characters that that showed up and then a year later got a television show and it was cut too short because fucking Disney took over ABC and went to one Saturday morning. There was some dope shit there. Don't get me wrong, but they did away with this one. And I'm talking about Mr. Bumpy bumping the night. I don't have the faintest idea of what yeah. Mr. Oh Bumpy is. <laughs> I have to look it up. What? I'm sure that I've seen that. It sounds familiar, but I, I'm not. You'll know the character. It's it's like uh, I'm it's, looking up Mr. Bumpy. I have it, never seen this man. I really, I've never what? seen this either. I don't think. What what strange horror movie <laughs> cult fan did you get to do your research? No, this is me. <laughs> um, this is you're picking was, some picks that I'm just like. This is this isn't you. 
I was this four is years fan, old a, when this guy came out. Yeah, it's like um, it's like, it, and what's crazy is it's kind of um, like Toy Story meets Monsters Inc. in some sort of way. Um, but like, uh, yeah, uh, this is a Mr. bumpy, like eat socks and like um, snotted on like uh, you know tissue, and he's he's friends with this this uh, monster that like lives in the bathroom that's a clean freak but he likes everything like dirty. And I'm telling you this, this cartoon was ahead of its time. Uh, it did things like, for instance, Mr. Bumpy would uh, dress up in like, um, like women's clothing and put on lipstick and shit like that. And <laughs> it was he's like, just as a cowboy here. Yeah. He does all this different stuff, but like, but he did it just cause it felt good. And like, oh, that was something time. that wasn't happening in the mid nineties. And this was a cartoon. Like so, Mr. Bumpy. I'm I'm telling people like if you watch Bump in the Night, um, it's it's amazing. I feel like, um, and right. it's a it's, it's just this green uh, monster that lives under the bed, and they incorporate some like real life scenes from the actual like family, um, and then all of a sudden like boom, you go under the bed, and it's like this whole different world. Um, if you haven't seen Bump in the Night, it's fucking amazing. I think it's on like YouTube out there. Okay. Um, but yeah, Mr. Bumpy. This, this is like a picture you'd see on a meme that says, I'm going to tell my kids this is Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they I was clearly like, what? took. <laughs> Am I right? They clearly took right oh, from him. Definitely. Like, I. I was like, what will this dude look like? And I just, I'm like, oh, he looks like this, like, there any number of, like, rubber monster finger puppets you would get out of, like, a quarter machine at the mall yeah, or a yeah. pizza place. It looks like, yeah. it, it looks like an axe, like, they dropped the clay and picked it up and it looked like this. And they're like, all right, this will work. Let's do that. I mean, I think he's cute. I think he's tight. Yeah. I, 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 he's got a weird nose. I don't, I don't know how I feel about his bumpy nose. Oh man, it's so good. And it's stop motion. And basically what happened is it's like um somebody gave um and, and the the person that does the voice for Bump in the Night, and now I'm starting to realize I'm just in love with this dude, is Jim Cummings. <laughs> oh, and, I love Jim Cummings. Yeah, so Jim Cummings obviously he's done like Darkwing Duck. Yeah, um he's, he's done he's like in everything. Yeah, he's, he's Winnie done, the Pooh. Oh yeah. god, yeah. It's done everything, uh, voice of Pete, um, and goof troop, um, just all over the place. Um, and he, he's one of the greatest like voice actors ever. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I'm telling you, you watch bump in the night, you will not be disappointed. It's incredible. All right. Well, I'm, I'm shocked that, that drew you at least haven't seen this. Never. No, no, Mr. But I can't believe Andy. (laughs) I can't believe Andy got on here and pulled the thing that nobody else has heard or seen. I know. <laughs> I know and he's like stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Did stuff. you like text BJ after the last week's show and be like, no, hey, can, can you do my just... homework for next week? <laughs> okay. The stuff I'm I want to impress your wife. I don't want to look yeah. stupid in front <laughs> of her. Intended. The stuff I'm picking isn't like super scary stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's kind stuff. of hilarious stuff. Like monsters stuff. don't have to be scary. That's yeah, the fun exactly. thing about that's them. Right. They can be, and that's what makes them menacing. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drew, it's your turn. Okay, so I didn't also didn't know the parameters of this as far as like 
what we were venturing into as far as other, <laughs> I think other clearly we didn't have any yeah yeah because <laughs> well i just mean like in other forms of media but i was lucky because in 2019 this this person actually got a movie so i'm gonna go harold from scary stories to oh. tell in the dark the scarecrow oh, okay i was like which one is it i i watched yeah. that movie but i never read these books I oh, think Harold's cool. Be, like that and like where the sidewalk ends were the only two books I feel like that every kid wanted in the library when we were younger. It was hey, like there was hey. all these other ones where like, I just want the t- these two. Yeah. Don't disrespect <laughs> Judy Bloom. That's right, Drew. Tales of the Fourth Grade, nothing. Come on yeah, now. Fudge Mania yeah. forever. That's right. The best book of all time. Otherwise known as Sheila the Great, Drew. Um, I thought Where's Wado was the greatest book. Uh, it's oh, because it is a picture book. Yeah. You're going back on your word now, aren't you, Andy? Well, you know, I mean, Fudge Mania is like but, iconic. It's ahead of its time. You know, okay, if you if you listen to Shane Moss episode that I was talking about last week of uh, You Made It Weird, they talk about Where's Wado for like 10 minutes, and it's fucking <laughs> hilarious because it, we had that conversation on here about Where's Wado. <laughs> And they were just like, they're like, if you look at the page, he's the most boring thing on that fucking page. Yeah. Like, there's so much cool things going yeah, on. People are like spinning plates. Because you're just looking for water. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. like fires being put out. There's old ladies getting help across the street. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all this shit. And it's there's like, a 70 no, no. year old man twerking. And yeah. you're like, what is that guy doing? Exactly. What, where's know? Waldo is essentially like the a prototype of an Instagram influencer where he they're not interesting, but they're like, look at these interesting places I have gone. <laughs> I'm traveling oh, around so man. much. Look at my interesting life. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> you never Every time I see that. that from now on, I'm just going to type, where's Waldo? <laughs> you should just make that a trend. Hashtag, where's Waldo? And anytime like a boring person is putting like... Oh exciting things up like uh, that. No, no, I get so much of that now that I live in yeah. LA because everyone's like, oh, I went downtown and got this thing and I went yeah. to Cancun and I was like, you're just telling me stories about places I was and I, you're just talking at right. me. I have nothing to contribute to this conversation. <laughs> I'm a Great. boring I'm glad ass you person. have a fun life. Yeah. Uh, I'm a boring ass person who held the baby elephant one time. Yeah. Cool. So much fun. I'd like to hear more about I that mean, story. I mean, that'd be pretty impressive. Held <laughs> a baby elephant. Yeah, because they're still pretty giant, right? Like, yeah, they're, they're pretty oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> they like to cuddle though, and then they have to have handlers be like, "No, don't cuddle too hard; you'll crush their head." <laughs> oh man, is that true? Yeah. Have you ever seen videos of like people cuddling baby elephants and the elephants like, "Yay!" Not realizing like how big and heavy they are, where they will try and like roll onto someone. I have not oh, seen man. that. That's all. Actually, like and a, then like, like they a squeeze too hard, their back. and their head just pops. Kinda, yeah. It's it's like big dogs that don't realize that they're yeah. uh, that they're not lap dogs. Yeah, they're they're big floppy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, anyway, Harold's really cool and scary stories to tell in the dark. And I had no idea what any of these stories are going in, and I thought the pale lady was hilarious. Oh yeah, <laughs> no the, one the, else in the theater thought that though. <laughs> the big blob thing. <laughs> Uh, she's so slow and doofy looking i love her (laughs) but every time you turn around she's still there though you know i know but it shouldn't have been as funny as it was because she's just (laughs) 
the name with this goofy smile and just like hello how are you doing and her face kind of <laughs> just still looks here. like <laughs> hey, her face just looks like she has an allergic reaction to a bee sting yes <laughs> i think we've all had those moments where um we laugh at something that was not intentionally um funny in the movie theater and then you just look like a psycho yes. for instance yeah. i had a concussion um like when I was in high school, I got a concussion and um, uh, my friends took me to uh, Stigmata and I was laughing the entire movie and people <laughs> looked at me like a straight psycho. Oh my God. Yeah. I it was that. But they were like, we're in the church. And I was like, ah, they're in the church. And like <laughs> These people would just look back at me like, what the fuck? And all your friends are like, don't worry, he's got a concussion. All right? Yeah. <laughs> we took him to the We're movies. just doing this to keep him awake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that well, that was that... me as like a seven or eight year old watching Titanic in the theater. And you're <laughs> oh, like man. at the climax of the Titanic sinking. And that dude falls off and he hits that <laughs> propeller. propeller and starts spinning. Yeah. Oh. I love that collectively we all laugh about that now, but I was the only one in the theater laughing about that. Did you see the propeller? First viewing, I was dying laughing. That was was hilarious. Oh, man. All right. That's the point he chose to put in some comic relief into that movie. It's supposed to be horrifying. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, Look at the physics. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. I love it. There's a raven. Oh, there's a she Draft on it, you know. If it's splendid or it blows, so raven, so she Kevin Aldridge, beautiful man, beautiful, oh, beautiful song. voice, man. Mm. Rawr, Kevin, I'm coming so, to get you. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. I just do it because I love you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that is so, Kev. Uh, that was like Harry Carey a little bit. Uh, my man. here's my. I have a quick Raven thing, and I, and then I'm gonna let everybody else talk. But okay. my Raven thing is, and it's going to be really stupid and people are going to hate it, but I don't care. I'm just going to say it. And my Raven is buy SHIB, S-H-I-B. Go get a Crypto.com <laughs> account and buy SHIB, cryptocurrency. All right. Now back to okay. comedy. Now if back it to fails, comedy. remember. Oh, wait. Hold James on, guys. <laughs> Bryington. No. There you go. Hold up, everybody. Wes is calling. So, uh, so you guys are already off to a great start with Harmony, and I know uh, everybody's going to be real excited to hear yeah, all the super a, fun stuff. Been a wild four rounds thus far. Yeah, Harmony's I, monsters I, are awesome, incredible. Some, yeah. some, some, James, it, horrible. All the insights. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Uh, I I like that. Do people be like, he's full of shit? James, were great. Yeah. I'm sure so, um, so. This week, you're doing the non-universal monsters, anything that isn't in that typical realm. Mm-hmm. So, since we're doing the off-the-beaten-path this week, let's get back onto the path this coming week. You're going to draft your ultimate monster squad. Okay. You're, okay. You, okay. The, okay. Your all-time greatest Dracula. Your all-time greatest Oh, okay. Oh, I like The goat okay. of the mummy. The goat of the Gill Man. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. I got Does that you. make sense now? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're, basically that's what you're doing is you're going to draft like the, the best of the best. I see. So, gotcha. you know, you, you can pick from any movie or, uh, or can we go, know, like we TV can, show. can we go in any order too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, you know, I just, as long as you have the five by the end. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You guys pick whatever, whatever you decide is the best one, because mm-hmm. ultimately everybody's going to have an exact same team, but you want whatever your first pick is, I, at least how I interpret it is that's, you're picking that because that's the best one of that squad. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, but we want to so think of it in that order. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Can I select Michael J. Fox as my Wolfman? <laughs> yes. yes, you definitely. I mean, yeah. You and also, don't fucking give away my pick. Yeah, I know. Like that. <laughs> really, that was a legit. That's not even a joke anymore. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Although just, I'd probably pick his dad. His dad looked pretty just, cool. Yeah, you just committed oh, yeah. a heinous error. <laughs> <laughs> but his dad yeah. also looked kind of like uh no, his dad a, looks, kind of a, but he a opens slothy. the bathroom door and <laughs> yeah, he's just so there. weird yeah, he, like, had, he was like me too sloth, son but also kind of a muppet <laughs> looking guy uh, yeah weird. um so uh so yeah get prepared for that because okay you're gonna have stiff competition next week in the form Ooh. of writer director actor podcaster michael Verratti is going to be with you guys holy crap awesome. yeah so, I, it, and you guys are gonna have a lot of fun that's gonna be a uh it's you're getting you guys are getting three for three so yeah. it can only go downhill after next week <laughs> yeah. are you the fourth yeah, guest? The fourth one's west <laughs> no uh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that'll, uh, that's fun. I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to hear for everyone to hear the rest of, of, uh, Harmony's episode as am I, I can't wait to hear your final picks. Yes. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really blowing the bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, get ready then for next week for, uh, your top five, the best monsters of all time. All right. Oh yes. Yeah. All right. Hey, all right. you guys have fun. All right. See you, dude. Absolutely. Let's get back to that. So Raven. All right, get back. Right, (laughs) Kevin Aldridge. Bye, guys. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) That's exciting. I'm excited for that one. Um, Mike will be on next week. Yeah, man. Wes has been uh, Wes has been killing it. Um, BJ Harmony, Mike. You know, so uh, yeah, super excited. I mean, it was just like a minute ago, but I'm pretty sure his name was Mike. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Michael Verratti. Michael Verratti. Yes. Yeah. yes. Man, our memories are so good from a yeah. minute ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's so Raven. That's so shitty. I got one that's kind of both, and I'm absolutely addicted yeah. to it, but I can't watch it all in one setting um, because it's upsetting um, sometimes and. I went into this show um, thinking it was like like MXC or some shit like that. Like I, I just thought oh. it was like a game show. I was rudely interrupted by what the show actually is. And yeah, I've been watching Squid Game and I can't like literally I have to like stop sometimes. It might be even in the middle of the show and I'm like, okay, I'll pick it back up tomorrow. And like I think I'm in like episode six or something like that, but it has just been um, running my life for the last week. That's funny. Everybody, everybody who keeps telling me about it, they're like, "I finished it all in one, in one night." 
<laughs> like, yeah, not me. <laughs> not me. I'm, uh, I, so that's like, I haven't, I haven't watched Also, there's like I'm... nine hour episodes. If they finish it in one night, holy shit. But also, they have some emotional stamina because <laughs> that shit is sad at points. Like, it is, like, it is. Think about this. I walked into it thinking it was like, you know, one of those like just funny games. And I'm like, why is this being talked to? Cause it's like number one in like 50 countries. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know uh, who else has seen it. Have you seen it? Harmony? No, I'm really not much of a TV person. I'm, okay. I'm pretty bad at watching. I, my favorite kind of shows are generally like, Oh, I can put on a random episode and I don't even know what's going on. Right. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. bad with overarching plots, which is one reason I also haven't seen Ted Lasso, despite everyone screaming oh, at me for like eight months to watch <laughs> Ted Lasso. Oh the my final, God. That final episode of season two was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We've talked about it so much that I figured I'd switch it up. Plus, this show is just fucking with me. I'll just, um, I'll just whisper saw... it. You should watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, Andy, I, uh, I saw the first episode. And yeah. uh, it's... Squid Game is uh, pretty wild. It gets even crazier. Like, like a lot of shows will start off. I like that you know, Andy and saw that it was down. like number one in the nation, and he was just like, "Oh, this is just going to be like MXC. Every, everybody in the world is just in <laughs> like emotionally invested in this game show." Uh, well, I'm, I'm big should. into game shows. Yeah. <laughs> I own NXC on DVD. They should be more invested in it. Uh, Right. So I was just like, I thought that's what it was. And nope, not at all. Um, But yeah, it'll definitely fuck with you emotionally. Don't get me wrong. NXC is great. (laughs) It is. I don't think the whole world thinks that. (laughs) No, not at all. However, the whole world should think that Takeshi's Castle it is based on is the best thing ever made. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I, I will, uh, give it an endorsement, especially if you're like those people that are, you know, into shit that'll fuck with your brain. Um, man, this, and maybe I'm just like soft. Um, but like, yeah, this thing is fucking with me. I I also heard that there, there was some discrepancy with like translation, so if you watch mm-hmm. the if you watch the dubbed version, it's going to be like a little bit different than if you watched Korean language with subtitles. Well, yeah, I think if you probably watch the dubbed version, it probably wouldn't fuck with you as much, right? Yeah. But I'm watching the one where like you're reading it and you're listening to them, so it's like it's coming out of their mouth. Who is this man before I me? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. But remember, Parasite was like my favorite movie that year, so um, I'm growing. You know, um, yeah, uh, the six man still slaps super fucking hard. <laughs> I still love that movie, but like, yeah, I'm getting, I'm sure. getting growth and watching shit that's uh, out of my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> you should have taken the ghost brother in this draft at some point. The six man. Oh, well, it's not I over mean, yet. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, so. it's not, but he's not a monster. He's a ghost man. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's not a monster. He's a good guy. Uh, but yeah, Squid Game. Uh, <laughs> really fucking with it. I, I didn't mean to offend you there. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, we got, look, Drew. 
just to go along with the draft, I have a an, another Netflix thing. Uh, it's it's stupid fun, and it's the oh gee, uh, what is it called? New Day Escape the Undertaker or whatever it is. Oh yeah, uh, the I heard choose that. your own. The choose your I heard own. That's adventure. real goofy. It's it's <laughs> it's a it's real exact- thing. I just thought oh. it was a WWE thing where they just slapped no, it on the it's internet. It's on Netflix. No, it's on Netflix. Holy shit! I had no idea. Yeah, and like it's like it's a choose your own adventure. It's one of those where you can what? follow this person, this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Uh, and uh, it's it's real dumb and it's real fun. Like it's it's exactly what you think going into it. Like the new day are great and everything they do. Mm-hmm. So that's right. I mean, they Dude, crush it. So. He had himself a weekend. Uh, he was on mm-hmm. ESPN for uh, college game day because they were at Iowa. No, um, he, and he was wearing suspenders, no shirt, looking fantastic. He was on Big yep. Noon, Fox, yeah, ESPN. My bad, Big Noon. And then <laughs> also he showed up before the, the fight that night um, between Wilder and Fury and did the hype videos for both of them. So, like, mm-hmm. it's just even though, like, I don't like them a lot of times, like, I love the Big E's champion, and I love that mm-hmm. he's all over my TV everywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's just, man, he makes me happy. Uh, I, I don't want to give WWE credit for very much because they don't deserve it, but they're the way that they're pushing, like, black wrestlers in particular yeah. right now, and when they're doing it well the way they push the women's division like Mm -hmm. it's it's real top-notch stuff that unfortunately a lot of other promotions can't compete with so it's it's inconsistent where you can tell who they prioritize when they do this just like everything else they do it's extremely inconsistent but bless them for doing cool stuff with e Yeah. yeah it's it's just been awesome to see him out there um i supported his thing uh he has with andreas hale where they're basically doing this cartoon um, that they crowdfunded or, you know, whatever it's called, um, mm-hmm. where they're trying to uh, do Same all way they kinds got of different basket black case stories, made? but as a cartoon. What's that? Same way they got basket case made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's, this so one's going to be a little bit different. <laughs> Pass the hat around. Uh, you to make basket case. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just really cool to see Biggie out there doing cool shit. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, Harmony. That's, that sounds really cool though, Drew. I'm excited to yeah. check that out. Yeah, our heroes rock is the Biggie um, thing that he's working on. So yeah, also, check that out. Follow at American Bad Stash on Instagram. There you go. That's you. Yeah, shameless plug. <laughs> Selling Undertaker figures. Not selling. Just showing. Just showing. Mm. I should sell them. Then I would, you know, it would probably be more beneficial to me if I just sold it. (laughs) What you got, James? I already said mine. Harmony, what do you got? Shib. That's right. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm I'm not doing anything important right now. I'm listening to all my spooky music. Yeah. So I, I think that like my favorite album that isn't by Alice Cooper to listen to around this time of year is Everything is a Lot by Will Wood and the Tapeworms. And okay. Will Wood is like this really fascinating dude who's actually launching an Indiegogo to fund his next album, which is a compilation of songs about mental health and his issues with his public image and his 
very negative experiences with very obsessive fans who feel entitled to his life and negative experiences with the music industry and negative experiences with the internet and how he's basically become a recluse who's not handling a lot of things well. Anyway, he's crowdfunding that and I'm really excited to to have that come out eventually because it's already hit its goal. It's like twice its goal right now. But the more that it does, the more music videos that get to be produced, the more songs can actually end up on the album. Cause he's like, oh yeah, I wrote like 35 songs. The more money we make, the more I can fit on the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, he's one of my favorite people that I that's making music out these days. He just released a song to promote this called Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, and it is a decidedly anti-sex, drugs, and rock and roll <laughs> album because he it's very sad, and I don't know if it's as sad for anyone else who hasn't followed his career as adamantly as I have, but also his, uh, his last album, the normal album last year, is basically like someone doing shock treatment, the follow-up to Rocky Horror Picture Show, but it's about schizophrenia and suburban america but specifically 80s nostalgia that is hearkening like hearkening back to 80s nostalgia which is trying to hearken back to 50s nostalgia Mm. and it's all sad and happy and violent and great and there's like marimbas and doo-wop and it's spooky and (laughs) i love the the way he describes his music is like oh what if billy joel would just ate a lot of mushrooms oh (laughs) um I, he's a piano player who I, I usually described as like, if, if you had Tom Waits sing for a Danny Elfman joint. Wow. <laughs> like, Everything that you're that, saying is, <laughs> I'm like, what is, I don't even know what's happening. That's yeah, like, it's, like, it's doing all it's these all things It's all juxtaposition. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not really prepared to talk about stuff like this, but I like to yeah. promote music whenever oh, I, I love can. It. And I want to check it out. Just, Will Wood's one of my dudes. So, yeah. Heck yeah. No, I like it. I clicked on the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and just the, the image for the music video uh, is very cool. It's him with, like, uh, like a flute of champagne or something, mm-hmm. um, and then a bunch of tomatoes at a table with, like, like a, instead of a birthday cake, mm-hmm. it's, it's that inside of a tomato, and that has piqued my interest because <laughs> it's super fucking weird. Tomato cake. I like it. Yeah, those tomatoes are real sad in that music video. So, just, the music video is a bummer. Oh man! It's okay, really... I'm, I'm definitely. I'm just gonna leave this up here so I can check it out after we're yeah. Add that to your Squid Game list of bummer stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just gonna have a real, real low month. Yeah, I have to. Wa- and that's the thing is, I have to watch like I, I'm something else. Um, I have to like watch something that's that's more uplifting, like after like Squid Game, <laughs> so that I can go to bed properly. Because uh-huh. um, my brain's just not trained like a like a Drew or a Wes or or whatever. I need like some sort of like uh, palate cleanser. Yeah, 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 and it might be like the challenge. Like well, on that's... MTV, <laughs> shit like that. I mean, we all need our fuck off films and our like kind of decompressing dumb bullshit. Yeah, I, I like to think of like hard music and hard movies as um. Th- this was actually quoted from one of the members of Mindless Self Indulgence many years ago. That's not Jimmy Urin because he's currently going through a scandal again. Uh-huh. Um, but it was by the, the the one other woman in the band that's not Lindsay. And she says that she described her music as throwing up 
which is that like, hey, that burns and it sucks and nobody likes throwing up. It's a bad experience, but you feel better afterwards. And I think that really unpleasant art is like that. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's a good way to look at it. It's like a, it's a, it's also positive, but also, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I do like throwing up, you know? Yeah. You just got to purge the system sometimes. There's something in there that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. I look so weird when I'm just cuddled up on in a ball on the bed and wife walks by and is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, my stomach hurts. You know, I would rather <laughs> just throw up. Uh-huh. Uh, well, <laughs> with that. <laughs> There's a raven. Um, by the way, fun fact, if you listen to that at two times, it sounds like Dolly Parton. (laughs) Oh, wow. Is that true? I'm going to check that out too. Man, I have so much homework. I I did a, I I accidentally bumped, bumped my thing up to two times instead of one and a half. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) that's not Kevin anymore. Two doors down, you know, (laughs) K puts in a nine to five. (laughs) Uh, dollywood all right andy it's your drew it's your turn (laughs) oh man all right so now i'm gonna go with my my dracula my leader of the group okay held a black girl's hand in dollywood and uh got a lot of very nasty looks though it's in tennessee so uh this was Mm. eighth grade fun times nice shout out to dollywood Shouts to. Yeah. Shout out to Dollywood. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Drew's in the middle of picking his leader and Andy's like, <laughs> story you time. sparked my memory, James. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the galactically feared, the globally reviled. Why are you laughing while saying this? <laughs> <laughs> the universally despised. You guys know who I'm talking about? No. No. The one and only Ivan Ooze from Mor- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. <laughs> you know, uh, we teased it. Uh, <laughs> you did. <laughs> it was already on my list. I wasn't going to say much, but yeah. This is iconic. Like, that little like weird goatee with the little spiky like thing. It's yeah. Man. I, I wonder what is. the most iconic purple characters. He's in the top ten for sure. You think hey, he's well, top five? When we get to our purple draft, we'll see. That's true. Y'all better get Grimace up in there. Yeah, mm. Grimace goes hard. <laughs> the physical embodiment of a milkshake, allegedly. Mm. Purple monsters is actually probably a pretty good draft option. Just all monsters that are purple. Yeah, Does Barney count of... as a monster? Yeah. Why yes. not? It does to me. I mean, he could have made this list. Exactly. Yeah. I think he's pretty yeah. monstrous. Yeah. Yeah. I punched Barney in fourth grade <laughs> at a fire station. Why? I did not like Barney. It just <laughs> bothered me that this thing uh, wanted to love me. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't love you. <laughs> Take Maybe me. I should look into that. No means no, Barney. Uh. <laughs> I have a news. <laughs> uh, we found out so much about Andy over the last it's something like like uh, him him and like spooky season and horror season is a lot like hot ones where it's just like every movie he just has to like just say a little bit more because he's just gotta cleanse that palate and vomit you know <laughs> he's just like oh i gotta get these emotions out of me <laughs> i pushed the barney in the fourth grade one <laughs> this is complex long-term character building yeah. yes <laughs> Uh, Andy's learning about himself. I'm proud of him. Yeah. Andy. Slowly. Tell us uh, some more about yourself. Oh man. Okay. So this is probably where people thought that maybe I would go coming into the draft. Um, James, you have the fifth pick, so you could take this one and I could take the other one in honorable. So I am going to take. So you're not going to pick the thing you just spent 30 seconds setting up. No, okay. <laughs> no, I'm gonna take uh, Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Ah, okay. Yeah, I like the idea um, that like uh, Dan Aykroyd wanted this so badly, and apparently Harold Ramis was like so anti this, and <laughs> like so they figured out all these ways to make it happen, and uh, the Stay Puffed uh, Marshmallow Man became kind of iconic but when you think about it and you think about the pitch um like no 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 this is what we should do it is kind of hilarious to think like wait you want like a stay puffed marshmallow man from like <laughs> the marshmallows and you want that to be the monster the the villain that we're taking down that is hilarious for me to think about you know what a beautiful kaiju he is heck yeah I never even thought about that. He is, yeah. he really is a kaiju. Uh-huh. Like, he's I went, in the GCU. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like the I way like, Howard the Duck is in the Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Uh, I, I love the idea of Dan Aykroyd, who's apparently a notorious madman when writing scripts. Like when he turned in the script for the Blues Brothers, apparently it was like four times the length of a suitable script because he oh was just a goodness. rambling mess. <laughs> yeah, and that's just how he writes. And they had, people had to be like, "Dude, what did you? Oh God!" And they had to like really work with him to try and make it make sense and whittle it down. Yeah. And I love the idea of just his like crazy brain being like, "Yeah, marshmallows, the final <laughs> yeah. boss of this of this movie, marshmallows." Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And they were saying like it what else looked would it Michelin be? Man. And then they did drawings where it looked Pillsbury and like all of a sudden they got to this and like, that's where like Dan Eric was. Yep. This is it. That's the you one. Know? Um, I'm loving this intersection of Kaiju's with Mechagodzilla and also the stuff. And then you just <laughs> end up on the marshmallow man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really did have nice progression. It's kind of like if this, <laughs> this stuff and Mechagodzilla made it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Did not plan that either. <laughs> these things just happen my mind's a weird place like a bump in the night you know <laughs> <laughs> all right harmony you're back is up. this my last pick your last I think pick. so right uh yeah. it is but then we'll um we'll have three honorables that we'll do within the 
minute and a half time frame. So oh, cool. Sick. Then I don't really have to worry about it. Um, well, my last pick is like, here's the thing. Like when you look at like the best monsters, universal monsters, they're like, so many of them are from the eighties. And I had like, well, I don't need, I don't need the xenomorph. I don't need the predator. I don't need the the fly or or the thing. Like these are these are all so obvious. Where's the mm-hmm. fun in that? We know those are awesome. I'm not picking one of those. <laughs> so instead, I'm going with the much more market friendly and all arguably better selling monster from the '80s that might be even more obvious. I'm going with the Mogwais from oh, Gremlins. Yes. Oh, I have that yes. written down. Ah, oh, I love that pick. I I love so much that the Gremlins is responsible along with Temple of Doom for PG thirteen existing. Oh, is that true? Man. I oh yeah, because this movie was just a little too dark and a little too violent. Like the monologue about dad in the chimney was a little too dark. Like mm. the exploding the the Mogwai in the microwave was a little too gruesome. Like there's these moments where it's like, uh, it's not rated R, but it's definitely not PG thirteen. It's definitely not PG. So yeah, they yeah. had to create PG thirteen at Steven Spielberg's recommendation <laughs> in order for movies to have like this in between area. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. Oh BC, who we had on. Uh, this dude from a couple weeks ago, we were doing black and white movies, and he was talking to us about how, the Indiana um, Jones thing. like Indiana Jones, the the first like face thing was fine, but then when they went back to it, they were like, whoa, 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 that's too much, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, and I love the idea that a Mogwai, because they're so damn cute. Right. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't blow that up in a microwave. No, you can blow yeah. up a gremlin though. Like they're you gruesome. Can. Yeah. You can they're like when those you f- gross, hairless cats. Yeah, you can when you feed them after midnight. Yeah, I had a uh, I had Mogwai's written down for my werewolf character. Like, oh like, yeah, like the transformation type of deal. That's yeah. a good pick for that yeah. one though. Yeah, oh. yeah, but I I also really love the behind the scenes things because similar to the witches, how they had giant mouse heads that were adorable, they have giant Mogwai heads that are like four feet long so anytime there's a close-up of like gizmo's face and he's really expressive just imagine that as a giant gizmo head oh my, God. Oh, wow. oh my goodness you know i get so excited when i hear about behind the scenes stuff and i and then i think to myself you know i have a collection of like thousands of dvds with hours of behind the scenes footage <laughs> I that i could watch if i wanted to but no i rather just get excited when people share like fun little, you know what I mean? I, yeah, though that's I, conversation. That's yeah, great. You're I not could, having a conversation with your DVD. That's right. Exactly. I could teach myself, but I'd rather just be taught. You know, <laughs> which one's your uh, favorite uh, Mogwai? Uh, who's? I mean, it probably says a lot about who I am as like a, a prepubescent little little transling. Where we were talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, I'm like, I have, don't have a horse in this race, but goddamn it, do I love the cross-dressing Gremlin? <laughs> Heck yeah, Gremlins Two is the shit. Oh god, it's maybe I, I don't want to give him that kind of credit because he's Hulk Hogan, but it's one of the best wrestling cameos in any movie. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred oh, yeah, percent, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Gremlins yeah. 2 is basically just a cartoon and it's bananas and everyone shouldn't hate it as much as they do. It's I know. incredible. I know. Yeah, we'll give credit to the casting director who who casted him instead of yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the best acting Hulk Hogan's done in his entire career because he's barely acting. That's so true. That's so little, true. Little mug. Uh, oh, oh look at him. Oh, man. I love them. 
Like Back Gizmo is so stinking good, cute. Yeah, it's a good thing you have holes in that box. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the weird trend we had in the 80s where we really marketed like wildly violent, violent things to like small children. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, hey, there's a Rambo the cartoon show now. Why not? <laughs> yeah. There's NES video games for Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. Why not? Exactly. So that, true. It is That's very so true. Especially back then, there was no reason because, like, it's all just squares anyway. So it didn't matter. You know what I mean? But, no. like, to throw Friday the 13th on it meant nothing. <laughs> Nintendo could have put anything on there, is what I'm trying to say. But instead, they chose to put Jason. <laughs> yeah, in a horrible purple tracksuit. There you go. <laughs> all right, here we go. This is my last pick. This is my Frankenstein's monster deal. And I'm going to go with the Toxic Avenger. I considered Toxie. Yeah. I I definitely, in my collection of random bullshit that shouldn't have had cartoons, I really yes. love collecting the random toys based on cartoons that should not have been made because they're based on violent movies. And I have Rambo, the animated series, next to my Toxic Crusaders, Toxic <laughs> Avenger, just in the kitchen. That is true. To- there was a Toxie cartoon. Yeah. And this like, yes. and this is a movie that had, like, uh, if you hit that baby carriage, you get 400 points. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. And, like, as that series went on, it got so much more, like, ooh, this is definitely not for children. Like, even remotely. Yeah. Like, Lord knows, once you get to Citizen Toxie, it is just a disaster. (laughs) Uh, I, I, uh... The first one is so endearing. It's it's great. I love it. I I met Lloyd Kaufman at uh, a Megacon or a Comic-Con or something at one point. And he was actually, he was a really, really cool guy. I enjoyed talking to him for like a good mm-hmm. 45 minutes i talked all right to lloyd kaufman which i don't know i think he's a weirdo in some cases but he seemed like, he seemed like a cool guy to me well he owns and operates trauma he kind you you yeah. know what you're getting into with him well i mean i think some people have some <laughs> some people have some issues with him but uh he's good to me so. oh well good yeah i've never met him <laughs> no <laughs> uh, but yeah uh Toxic Avenger. I guess I guess we're doing the Courtney rule and we're heading back out. That is yeah. correct. Right. So we're to you honorable hit your mentions. honorables and then to Harmony and Skip Drew. Then to Andy. Does, you know? And then to me. Okay. So uh, let's see the ones that I didn't so. pick. I'm going to take the Feast monster. The monster from the movie Feast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just cause it's pretty cool. Like bony faced monster, like a, like a cattle's skull, but with these crazy teeth in the front of it. Oh man. Um, then I'm going to take, I'm trying to figure out the feast masters, uh, pelvic through like, it's like sticking out a little bit. Yeah. Like his pelvic bone? The feast monster? wild. Yeah. That thing is nuts. Don't lie. You're trying to figure out how to fuck it. (laughs) I mean, Uh, have you seen the ear hole? (laughs) I'm not going in for the teeth. Those teeth are crazy. 
That would be a bad time. But the ear hole, that's that's where you go in there. There's no teeth there. So, yeah. <laughs> Second, Goldilocks, just right. Yeah. Secondly, honorably, I'm going to take the actual horror, horror Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'm going to go with cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers, mm. the Chuds. Chud. And then uh, finally, I'm going to take Charlie's Theron from Monster. Eileen Warnos. <laughs> All right. Yeah, why not? Exactly. I can't. I can't argue that. That's right. <laughs> I got nothing. All right, Harmony, you're up. Okay. Um. Oh God. Um. I'm gonna pick for my honorable mentions. I'm gonna go with the Hungry Beast from Terror Vision. Yeah. Uh, he's basically just a big old piece of poop with some wonky eyes, <laughs> and he really loves heavy metal and TV, and he's great. I. Full Moon does not do a lot of good movies, but Terravision's awesome. Forget what that 0% on Rotten Tomatoes tells you. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes doesn't know shit. No, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't like fun. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with The Crawlers from The Descent, and I guess The Descent too, but I'm more so for the first one. Because they're basically Nosferatu. They're based on bats. They're blind. They swarm. They're really gross looking. Yeah, and they're terrifying. I love them, and that's an awesome movie too. Oh, yeah, these, so good. these things are fucking creepy. Yeah. yeah, and like you don't see very much of them, so it's just like, oh god, it's like the uh, like the attack the block aliens, where it's your imagination taking over, and that makes it so yeah. much more interesting. Oh yeah, and my last monster. Oh god, um, I'm not gonna pick Godzilla, even though I want to talk about the Hanna Barbera cartoon. Um, I'm going to go with Duke from the movie Bit because she is the coolest vampire, like, side of Bill Paxton in Near Dark. Like, the coolest vampire of the last several decades, and Bit's an incredible movie, and I just think Duke's the most rad ever. I've heard of this I've never seen Bit. It's super good. That's something we'll have to clarify with Wes is, do oh. does it have to be a Dracula? Or can it be any vampire? I think any vampire. Yeah. I would think okay. Dracula is a man. Vampire is a species. Like, what are you going to yeah. say that Jackie Chan is every Asian person? That's really species in the case <laughs> of vampires. Well, he said species. He said that we have to take the different versions of those characters. So the character in Monster Squad is Dracula. So, but I would imagine that he just means uh, yeah, all the, vampires. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. Talk, yeah. Pick it up with him. <laughs> and I gotta talk to that piece oh, of shit again. Yeah, <laughs> as if it's such a burden because Wes is such an unpleasant person to talk yeah. to. Obviously. Oh, gross! <laughs> Fuck yes, Wes. It's lovely. I everyone should go watch Bit. It's incredible. Bits. It's made by my friend Brad Michael Elmore, and I love it. Oh, it's really cool. I actually saw that as I was doing research for this. I saw that uh, cover. So I'm going to check that out for sure. It's sick. Okay. Andy? Okay. Um, let's, get, let's get weird again. Um, let's go with the killer tomatoes. Uh, as we were talking about the tomatoes, up. right? Love um, it. Let's go with uh, rubber because I, I like mm. 
I like inanimate objects being monsters. Apparently, I'm just realizing. Doesn't he have a name? Isn't it like Tim or something really pedestrian like <laughs> yeah, that? Something stupid like that. <laughs> um, but the yeah, I, I has like a name. that kind of shit. Obviously, uh-huh. the stuff, <laughs> rubber, all that, killer tomatoes, um, deathbed, the bed that eats people. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I saw that and I was like, I should see that. <laughs> um, inanimate objects are so awesome. Um, and then I will go lastly with, for the kid and mainly for myself, Cookie Monster. Ah. Love it's Cookie in the Monster. Name. Like, he's not worried about the shit that's going on around him. He just wants to eat some fucking cookies. And I respect that. <laughs> He took his cookies away, though. Cookies are a sometimes food. Yeah. Uh, is it like carrots and shit now? Yeah. Cookie Monster has a more healthy diet than he used to because cookies can't be eaten for every meal. What? They're, they're teaching That's Cookie ridiculous. Monster. Oh, this is not new. This happened like 15 years ago. Yeah. No, no. I just mean it. I didn't know that cookies weren't for every meal. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. Like I didn't get 300 pounds hey look a fig newton is probably healthier than a carrot don't quote me on it but i gotta imagine it is it doesn't taste that good well <laughs> like, a fig newton is it's not is, a cookie that's right no, yeah yeah isn't it just what is it if it's not a cookie? fruit and cake a new is it like a danish a, a small a cookie danish? is just a cookie know. But a Newton is fruit and cake. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember the commercials. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Cookie Monster, big fan. All right, Drew. Okay. Um, okay. Let's go with... Let's go with Large Marge, because that terrified me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, on a night just like tonight. She's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> you could have also gone with Pee Wee, by the way. What, you think Pee Wee's a monster? Pee-wee's no, a monster. like, uh, well, if you're, nah, that's not really monstrous to, you know, just, you know, go to the 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 place and do your thing. Um, nah, I'm into Pee Wee. The couch, the couch threw me off. Also, times. that's Paul Rubens. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They're different people. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Paul Rubens, the actor, is incredible in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Yeah, the Kiwi yeah. is not that character. <laughs> no, that is true. That is so true. Um, yeah. So yeah, Large Marge. You know what? We 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 talked about him earlier, so let's give him another shout out. Gossamer. Ah, Gossamer. love him. Got made, made it snuck his way on the list, and then the last <laughs> one is uh, it's a it's a big ferocious monster with nasty teeth, and it's the rabbit of Cabernog from Monty Python. And oh Holy shit! <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Uh, side note: My dad went to high school with Paul Rubens. So, oh yeah, really? Yeah, Riverview High School, Sarasota, Florida. Wow. I love that. That's yeah. why it was Sarasota. Paul Rubens seems like a lovely man. Oh, yeah. And I actually have a buddy, uh, friend Marcus, who uh, also went to high school with Paul Rubens. And uh, supposedly, although he hasn't proven this to me, tells me that Paul Rubens sends him a Christmas card every year to this day. 
Oh wow! So he, he's not produced the Christmas card. He to has show not it off, produced though. the Christmas card, but and until mm. he does, I'm going to question it. But because you know, can't take this guy seriously. Yeah. And Paul <laughs> Rubin's voice in Flight of the Navigator, an '80s classic. <laughs> also, Paul Rubin's the farting superhero, the Spleen in yes. Mystery Men. The Mystery Men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Mystery Men's so underrated. That's such a good movie. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, One of my man. favorite superhero movies that's not based on a comic. It's incredible. Heck yeah. I love it. Uh, we we have done all our picks. Does anybody feel like they want to... I mean, you've already stolen Harmony, so uh, <laughs> do you feel like your team is locked in, or would you like to add, drop anything from the Honorables, or... Oh, no, no. I'm feeling real good about oh, my yeah. lineup. Like, that's, that's a solid list of beasts. Heck yeah. Andy, yeah. Drew, what do you think? I'm locked. My shit is perfect. I think I'm pretty locked in too. I think we have some pretty solid teams here. I think I'm also people... glad that like, yeah. like none of us went the obvious route, which is really fucking awesome. Because that was what I was <laughs> yeah. like. Like I did the same thing. It's like you know you pull these lists and it's like, uh, it's, uh, like I'm so sick of talking about xenomorph and all that shit. And it's like let's yeah. talk about some weird shit. That's let's what I was talk like. about the stuff. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stuff. Heck yeah. It definitely, if somebody listens to this, they're going to have uh, some homework to do and some very cool options for yeah movies and, and stuff for the Halloween season. <laughs> they're going to see the name of the podcast and be like, that is not at all what I expected. <laughs> but that's that's uh, kind of how we operate typically. That's right. <laughs> and the only crossover at all is it's Tremor. Tremor. I know. <laughs> that's the only actually... one that's on everybody's list. Uh, oh, that's incredible. That locks us all in for life, though, now. We all share Tremors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're bonded by blood. <laughs> Orange graboid blood. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to get a graboid tattoo on the bottom of my foot. And then the hand's going to come over the top of the foot. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> that would be incredibly painful. And um, I have too much of a pain intolerance for that. <laughs> James, what are the teams? <laughs> <laughs> pain intolerance. All right, here we go. Uh, well, before I read, unless we're going to talk more, but Harmony, would you like to uh, tell people where they can find you again? Or Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm around. I'm on the internet. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Velocitraptor, Velosa underscore trap underscore tour. I also host a, uh, a podcast with my wife from last week, BJ, where I called This Ends at Prom, and we talk about teen girl movies, which I did not watch growing up. Because in addition to not watching young boy stuff like Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, I also didn't watch girl stuff. So what the fuck was I doing with my time? <laughs> Smoking <laughs> weed. I was playing N64 and not watching things, period apparently yeah. so that was my life but we're also doing mo- like a lot of horror movies for halloween so we're doing our own set of monster movies like we're oh, doing awesome. uh like we did uh ginger snaps last week we're awesome. doing night of the demons this week and then uh yeah we got some more stuff coming down the line that's gonna be super tight and they're all halloween themed movies and none of them are halloween awesome <laughs> heck yeah it's the best it's the best time to be alive absolutely all right, so here we go. These are the teams of non-universal monster squad monsters. <laughs> I, f- it, I feel like that's what we it's said it was. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't really turn out to be that. 
But here we go for Drew's team of non-universal monsters. Number one, Winged Devourers from Beastmaster. Number two, The Trolls from Ernest Scared Stupid. Number three, The Grand High Witch from Witches. Number four, Harold's Scary Movies, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And number five, Ivan Ooze, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Fucking nailed it. And for, <laughs> uh, for Andy's team of best non-universal monster monsters, uh, number one, Mecha Godzilla. Number two, did you say Dwayne Bradley? Is that the name that you said? No, nah, that's name? the brother, Blail Bradley. Bla- okay, Blail Bradley from Basket Case. Number three, The Stuff. From the stuff. Yeah. Number four. Greatest movie ever. Mr. Bumpy. <laughs> Bump in the night. And number five. What the stuff formed into. The Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Number three. Or Harmony's picks. Best non-universal monster monsters. Number one. Mewtwo from Pokemon. Number two. Audrey 2. Little Shop of Horrors. Number three. The Aliens from Attack the Block. Number four, Graboids from Tremors, stolen from me. And number five, <laughs> Mogwise from Gremlins. Heck yeah. And for James's team of best non-universal monster monsters, number one, Syl from Species. Number two, Gabriel Malignant. Number three, Samara the Ring. Number four, Mary Shaw from Dead Silence. And number five, the Toxic Avenger from the Toxic Avenger, Toxie. Oh, man. Those are, those are some squads. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> and I have no idea who won or came in second or third, but I know Drew finished in last. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I love your squad so that. much. He's got Ivan Ooze on his team. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just terrified still of the witch. It's still just the grand witch is just sitting in my head, rent free, just living there. Uh, I love Angelica Houston. Like, I've never been so scared and turned on in my life. <laughs> uh, shout out to watermelons. <laughs> Stay cool, everybody. 